What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gameoverse, episode 111 for Saturday, July 23. I think that's today, right? That's today, the 23rd. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, video games, we talk about them here. I am Wasabi Ice Cream. That was and still is Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm excited. We got not a lot to talk about, but some pretty big deals have happened. I'm excited. I woke up at a reasonable time today, so I actually got some energy to actually talk about this shit. Uh, let's start where we always start, though, man. Tell the people what you've been playing. Power Wash Simulator. It's on Game Pass, and I have been playing it uh, more. It's like the newest like meme game right now, right? <laughs> but here's the thing, though. It's not like it's not a meme, though. I mean, it kind of is, of course. It's like these simulator games are they they make them because they're stupid, but it's actually like really fucking good. Uh, so I'm really? playing. Okay, explain. <laughs> like, what well, what part of like, I guess like what part of your brain lights up when you play this game? none of it and that's the thing because it's it's not that it's it's not that it's like stimulating my brain or anyway it's that it's not stimulating my brain so i can do other shit and it's just satisfying enough that uh everything just kind of it just feels okay it just feels good like the the sound the power washing sounds yeah make is very satisfying the the visuals of the water just like spraying is satisfying there's different materials so as you as you go over a certain thing like as you like put the the cursor over over stuff it'll be like hey this is metal this is ceramic this is a glass and the different materials have different levels of of uh, porousness or whatever like sometimes you need to hit like I, I like metal for example shit sticks to it in a way that it doesn't stick to like wood so you kind of have to blast it a little a little more to get okay. to get them clean uh, they paid attention to stuff like that but then everything makes like a different like sound they paid attention to the sound effects so when you're hitting like glass, it sounds different than when you're hitting like cement. Uh, That's actually like really cool. I love stuff like that. Yeah, and there's different attachments. So uh, I really like the yellow attachment. The the different attachments they have different angles and different levels of power, based on how far you stand from the from the surface that you're washing. So. Okay. The red attachment is just like a, it's no angles on it. It's just a straight fucking line. And it's the strongest one. It's just a direct stream of water. But then you get the yellow attachment, which I think is like a 15 degree angle of water. And I feel like that's the sweet spot for me. Uh, that's it. That, that, that's what like, that's what does it for you. That 15%. The 15, the 15 degree is is where it's at because it, yeah. the 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 more you go in degreeness the less powerful it is so the more okay. you have to kind of go over the same area but i feel like the yellow is a good uh power to 
angle ratio. Uh, and then there was like a green angle where a green attachment where it's like 45 degrees. Okay. And, you know, you get a good spread on that, but you're losing power. So, okay. It's, uh, you know, you kind of have to weigh, you have to weigh your costs there. Okay. So it's a little bit more engaged then, than, than you. Yeah. Yeah. Think. Like they thought about, they thought about everything with this. There's a, there's a career mode. So you get different scenarios. One's like, Hey, uh, some kids, they my, my kids threw a party at my house while I was gone, and I and they made a mess. So I need you to come and clean everything, and you go in there and you do it, and it'll take you like a long time. Like so, I was playing last night while. Um, here's the thing: it's a game that I can play, completely turn my brain off, and like focus on something else. Okay. While I'm still playing the game, though. So, last night I was. Um, I was like just doing like some study for like some like comp comp TIA like certification shit. Okay. Uh, and I just had that playing in the background on YouTube, like mostly paying attention to that. But then at the same time, just playing Power Wash Simulator, like, yeah, I could just do this like mindlessly. It's like a game you can play and just hold a conversation and not really have to focus on too many things. Um, it's like, uh, it, it has, uh, it has a co-op, it has four-player co-op, so like you can get a group okay. in there together and just kind of just hang out and just chat while you all like just uh, focus on different areas of power washing, a different uh, the same the same scene. I was just so, about to ask about that too. Yeah. It's, so how uh, is this different from like? I guess the only other cleaning game I can think of is like Viscera cleanup detail, like. How does yeah. it compare to that? Is it like kind of triggering oh. the same things or? So the problem with uh, Viscera, so that's the only other one that I really played. And the problem yeah. with that fucking game is that you can undo your work by like, if you're like, because so in that game, you're like cleaning up blood and shit and you got like a mop in a bucket and you dip your bloody mop in the bucket and the bucket gets bloody. So if you then knock your fucking bucket over, you've ruined your, the floor you just cleaned up. <laughs> or like if you if you walk in blood and then like walk on the surface that you just cleaned, you've tracked blood all over the place. Oh, Jesus. I didn't know that. I, yeah, I own yeah. the game, but I never played it, so. Yeah, so that's why that game sucks. I mean, it's more realistic, but it, it sucks when that shit happens, so. So you, um, it's more engaged then than like power washer you can't turn your brain off because you'll fuck something up in viscera yeah yeah you have to go in with a plan in that and be like okay i can't i have to clean this area and then not walk in the dirty area because i'm gonna like track mud and blood and guts over the shit i just cleaned or i gotta be careful not to knock over my shit like it's, it's more physics are involved in that that's uh i just don't i don't want i don't want to be able to fuck up my shit so in power wash simulator you it's only you only clean. You don't. You can't. There's no negative shit. Once you clean anything, it's not like because if they really simulated physics, you would have to clean everything from like the top down. Yeah. If you if you started from the bottom, then anything you cleaned at the top would drip down on the bottom and like undo yeah. your shit. Uh, it doesn't do that. It's basically it's basically like an eraser, basically. So whatever okay. you blast, it's like an eraser. And there's different strengths of eraser that the different attachments do. 
if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. That's good to know then. So the only annoying it really thing is just like a, like a relaxing, like kind of turn your brain off and engage type of game. Then yeah, yeah. The only real annoying thing about it is that they really want you to get behind shit and underneath shit uh, in a way that's like you can it, it, in a way that's annoying. So if you like, if you clean like a uh, like a tire swing or something, they want you to get inside the tire, and they want you to get underneath the tire, and mm. it's just it's annoying like that. Um, you know, they they want you to get inside every crevice and every corner and shit, and that's a little that's a little annoying. Like once you've cleaned, once you thought you cleaned like everything. They're like, wait, you're still missing shit, and it's definitely like in the cracks of like a stairway or in between like a like a lattice fence or some shit like that. It's yeah, like annoying. Um, they give you ladders and shit, so you can climb on top of shit. You can go prone. You can like go on your belly, but you can't go on your back. So like, oh, that's that's that would be a cool extra level to like get on your back and work on something. Yeah, that's like kind of what I wanted. Like, how interested I am in this. <laughs> it's like it's dope as fuck. It's on Game Pass, so I was like, yeah. yeah, let me just try this out and 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 just like fuck around a little bit. But it's it's like it's it's fun. It's like a level of l- low brain activity that I'm looking for when I just want to like listen to something or or um like just study something. Like I was just studying. Uh, like it shit last night and just we're just playing this and uh it's just good for that so but also satisfying so definitely check it out there if it's on game pass i mean i don't have an excuse not to try it at least so i'll check it out for sure yeah, yeah you also playing uh stray too like how that's another like meme game well not meme game but it's a game that kind of got memed pretty hard like how was that it got memed pretty hard, but it's uh, it's dope. It's actually, it's 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 a game that it starts a certain way, and you think, okay, this is just gonna be one of those like walking sim games. But I'm a cat. It's like cool. There's a meow button, so you can meow at shit, and like that's what this game is. But it's more than it expands in the way that you didn't think it would. It's more, it, it turns into, and this was kind of unexpected when I hit it, but it turns into like an adventure game to where you're like using things on other things. Like you have an inventory. And so you can start using like, hey, I, I found this this note, but it's got a code that's in binary. So you're like showing this this note to people like, hey, can you translate this binary so I can like learn what the code is and like, the problem is, like, unlike an adventure game, when you use an item on people, everyone has something different to say about it in normal adventure games. But in this, everyone says the same fucking thing. So I didn't like that. It was just like, hey, you got to find a nerd who a nerd would know what this say, what, what this means. And they just <laughs> said the same thing over and over. Hey, a nerd would say, a nerd would know, a nerd would know. Then you find the nerd and he knows, but, um, it didn't really the there's like light puzzle solving and and like adventure game aspects to it so it's um it's dope the soundtrack is incredible 
I don't know if people were talking about the soundtrack, but I've heard literally no one talk about the soundtrack. Everyone's just like, "Look, I'm a cat. Look at all the cat yeah. things I can do." The soundtrack is incredible because I, I only played like an hour, an hour and a half of it. So yeah, but it the soundtrack it it matches the um it it matches the the tone and the aesthetic of the location that you're in at that period of time whenever like the the music kicks in so it'll be like you'll you'll go through there's like a it's like a post-apocalyptic type of thing going on where there's these robots who are built by the humans i guess who used to exist and the humans are gone but the robots are still there and they're carrying out the tasks that they believe that the humans would be doing if they were still around so like one example was there were like some plants that were still growing in this like underground area. And it was like, there's no sunlight, but these plants have, uh, are still thriving and the robots still water the plants because that's what they believe that the humans would do, even though they don't really need to be watered, watered or they okay. don't even need sunlight. Kind of like near automata. If you've played that near Automata, kind of does the same thing with it's like robots. Uh, yeah light spoiler if you haven't played that but that's part of the it's part of the fucking thing um so yeah and like when you meet when you finally like meet this robot race for the first time the soundtrack like transforms into this like industrial uh percussion heavy it sounds like they're banging on pots and pans and pipes and shit and it just it, it matched the tone of the the aesthetic of yeah here's this race of robot people and like the music's like super industrial for for them but then also like there's like this layer of uh or organic sounds as well and like organic like synthy sounds it's like really hard to explain but uh I was I was playing and my girlfriend was watching and she was like, "Man, this soundtrack like slaps." And I was like, "You goddamn right it does." <laughs> like it's just crazy. Um, like it was like I was like considering like buying the soundtrack, like as I was playing because it was just like every time it was just something different that was like I was like noticing about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I only played like an hour, like an hour and a half, so stuff is still unfolding about about the story but um it's it's pretty it's pretty fucking dope man it's it's really cool that is really cool i gotta check it out now i've heard good things about it like everyone's saying it's like legitimately like a really good game despite like how much is getting memed on right now yeah so i'll probably check it out one day it's definitely on my list i don't know when it's gonna happen but i'll definitely try it one day yeah, and it's on it's on the PlayStation Plus extra shit, and it's on uh, it's only thirty dollars on on yeah. Otherwise, so it's not even like it's a um. It doesn't seem like it's very long, and it doesn't. It's not very. It's not very expensive, so definitely just worth checking out. Definitely be cool to check out. Then I'll watch it for sure. I really do want to play. Like I've heard good things. Um, you also finished House of Asses, House of Ashes. So yeah, House of Asses. Uh, <laughs> it's a not safe for work game, but if you, I uh, just trust me, it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> My jokes uh, aside, what's your opinion on it now that you finished it? 
it's my favorite. It's still my favorite. Uh, yeah. It's my favorite thing that Supermassive has done, including okay. like including well, uh, Until Dawn. Okay. I think it's, I think it's their best one. It, I, th- I okay. really think it is. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll definitely check it out then. Is it a? It's multi-platform, right? So it's on PC. Yeah, it's on everything, and uh, I don't want to spoil anything about it other than yeah, it's my favorite one. All the characters are good. the The setting is interesting. Like I don't know, like everything about it. I feel like they're getting more uh, creative with their their settings and the and the the tropes. Well, not really the because the monsters in this is very predictable, but even then, everything else is so uh, unpredictable that it it it's still it's still like it. If they made a movie out of any of these, I feel like this one would work the best just from like a Hollywood standpoint. Cause it just, I don't know. It's just kind of all the characters and the setting and the, and the themes, it all just like kind of just works. Uh, like if I, if I was going to watch any one of them, I would watch, I would have the most fun just watching house of ashes. Um, and it, uh, it wraps up pretty nicely. They throw a couple, they throw a couple, uh, twists in there you don't really see coming it's um it's good it's great i i enjoyed it all the way through so i'll check it out for sure then because like i haven't played a super massive game since until dawn and once you've been telling me like house of ashes is pretty good so i'll definitely check it out for sure yeah yeah it's like it's on pc so that might be the best way to play it (laughs) really cool yeah so that's all i think that's all i played you know i've been having a hankering to play some uh final fantasy 6 for some reason uh final fantasy 6 <laughs> yeah yeah the the kefco one i've not i've never played i've played like a little bit of it in the past but i don't know for some reason yeah. i'm like I've had it in my head that I'm like really gonna dive into it this time with the with that that um there's like a fan made uh expansion of it or like a fan made what the fuck you call it it's like a recreation of it called Brave New World and uh, I'm thinking of getting in on that version but uh. That's all I have to say about that. I don't really, <laughs> I don't really know why. I just, for some reason, I just, I'm, I have an itch to get into that. I, I might have to do that. Well, check it out then. Like, I've never played Final Fantasy VI, like, at all. Yeah. To be honest, I never really played, like, any of, like, the Pixel Final Fantasy games. I just started getting into Final Fantasy until, like, seven, And even then, the, the only Final Fantasy game I think I've beaten is, like, 10 and 15. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, which like not their fault, just never really play a lot of Final Fantasy games. And my dad was the one who was a big Final Fantasy fan, so I would just watch him play them. But no, that's cool. Like check it out for sure. Stream it. I haven't yeah. been playing a lot really lately. Um I'm still playing so much fucking Monster Hunter. It's like insane. Um because <laughs> like it's so it's so easy to play, you know, like I get off work. I can just pull up my Switch, play Monster Hunter for a little bit. I run like a quest or two, 
and then I've had my fill. So it doesn't matter like if I'm like if I got like an awkward amount of time to do something, I can just like play Monster Hunter and run through a quest or two and get that done. Um, I finally hit like the kind of sort of end game. I'm at about master rank five right now, and I'm starting to hit those like really strong monsters, and I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought, I thought I was doing good, but now I'm getting my shit pushed in. Um, they gave out. I just unlocked some new uh, switch skills, wirebug skills for my weapons, and I'm still trying to get the hang of how those work. So I'm kind of getting my ass kicked, like trying to really like utilize them. I think I just need to spend like a whole day just like fucking around with it, playing it, learning these new skills so I can like play appropriately. But I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's still great. Like I don't have my opinion hasn't changed. If you if you never played Monster Hunter Rise, is like the perfect game to get into, and the new Sunbreak expansion adds so much shit to the game. It's like insane. Uh, all the master rank monsters are so much more exhilarating to fight. Some of the new monsters are really fun. The Gormagala's back. Shigara Magala's back. Um, there are some monsters that just fuck you up that drive me crazy. There's a monster that I guess was in like monster one of the freedom games I never fought. It's called the Espinas. And it's like the most obnoxious fucking thing I've ever fought in my life, dude. It's uh <laughs> so I guess it's a dragon, right? Um, and it breathes fire on you, just like a dragon does. But the gimmick is that it's fire can inflict status ailments. It can inflict fire, fire blight on you, which does damage and makes it so you take more fire damage next time you get hit by a fire attack. And it can paralyze you and it poisons you. Like it does all fucking three at the same time if you manage to get hit by it. Yes. And it's so goddamn obnoxious. Yeah, dude. I've had moments where like he's hit me with a fireball and the fire blight and poison and paralysis all hit me at the same time. So I just dropped to the floor and the poison's doing damage to me. The fire blights weakened me. And I'm just sitting there while he charges up another attack and just finishes me off. It's so fucking frustrating. Um he's definitely the most annoying thing I've ever fought in my life. Uh, once I beat him, I was like, I don't want to fight him again. <laughs> like, every other monster I've had fun with, and even if they kick my ass, I'm still like, oh, this is fun. Like, I want to keep fighting him so I can learn his patterns and, like, make an armor set out of him. But this guy, I was like, nah, I'm done. <laughs> he fucking, he kicked my ass so many goddamn times. I'm like, I'm done. I, I might get back into it to, like, learn his patterns and stuff later, but, God, he kicked the shit out of me so hard, I never want to fight him again. <laughs> But no, it's still great. Like, I can't complain about it. I don't really have any complaints about the game. It's still just so good to play. And I'm playing it on Switch right now. I do want to pick it up on PC eventually, but I got to start all my shit over again if I do, so that's going to be obnoxious. But it's still good. I don't have anything new to say about it. It's still a great game. Um, what I have been playing that's new, though, is that I started playing RoboQuest again. Yeah. And there is a pretty major update I saw that changed that. the game. Yeah, um, a couple things I've noticed from the update is that they changed the uh, camp out. So there's a lot, there's more new stuff in the camp you can upgrade. So I booted up the game and it reset my camp back to zero and refunded me all the assets I put into it because they, they added so much that they changed how the, how the camp works, what you can upgrade, the upgrade tiers, that they basically reset everything. 
and gave me back all those resources so I can put it back in again. And they've changed a couple things, like um, you can affect now the kind of loot that gets dropped. Um, you can affect even how often alt fire can drop on them. Uh, there's some new tweaks to how each of the bots work and the upgrade trees for them. And they even changed the uh, the upgrade system because you remember previously you can find items that gave you like a perk and they would increase damage on a specific weapon. Remember whether it was like a uh, precision weapon, explosion weapon, assault weapon, yeah. science weapon. They changed that. So now that's gone. Um, now you can just get upgrades. You can find upgrades around the world that can do stuff like oh, when your health drops to zero, you restore it back up so you don't die. It gives you, like, an extra life or do more damage while you're crouched. They still have those, like, gimmicky perks, but now you can find them, and they don't have upgrades that affect your actual weapon damage now. So now you can pick up any weapon you want to play, and to make up for it, the weapons have more variety now. Now there's more variety in what mods they can have, what alt fires they can have, you can even level up the weapons as you're playing. So if you find a weapon with like good layout, good attachments, and you want to stick with it, you can just use resources that you collect throughout the game to upgrade that weapon called energy cells. And what's cool is if you open up a chest and there's a weapon in there you don't like, you just have to just skip that and go and what you wasted your time getting that chest. Now, every chest drops an energy cell. So if you don't want to pick up a weapon, just grab that cell. You can use that energy cell to upgrade the weapons you already have. So that's really cool. Like they kind of changed uh, how it works. Uh, each weapon has a rarity system now that determines like the quality of upgrades it could have, the perks it could have, if it could do elemental damage or not. They added some new weapons to the game now too to change how it plays. Um, every class has a reworked uh, perk tree now. Not perk tree, really. It's a, there's a tree, but you don't see the tree. It's kind of hard to explain. Um, but when you get a perk, like an ability, you can unlock there's a chance when you level up, you can roll for more abilities based on that perk. So, for example, like the the Juggernaut bot, I think is his name, that has that overshield. If you put points in, like, oh, your overshield um, restores more quickly, you can unlock more perks for that. So now your overshield can heal you while it's active. You can do more damage while the overshield's up. Um, if it restore you even faster as you kill enemies, uh, enemies can drop more stuff while it's active. Little things like that. You can get more perks for it if you invest in that early on. I'm um, still playing around with it. It's definitely harder than I remember now because I used to be able to breeze through it. I had a strategy already for how to breeze through it before. Now all that shit's out the window. I got to relearn the game again, which is kind of cool, actually. I, I was starting to get bored with it, and now that they've introduced this change, it's like a fresh game again. Um, yeah. It's still really fun. It's on Game Pass still. So if anyone wants to play, go check it out. Um, they even added some new things too. So when you kill an enemy and they drop experience points, those experience points can heal you a little bit. So now melee builds are more viable because now you're getting a health. If you can manage to kill someone before you take too much damage, you can get that health back with the experience points drops. So that's really cool too. Like they, they tweaked a lot of little things here and there that overall change how the game operates and change how you have to take uh, the game. So strategies that weren't viable are viable now. But again, strategies that were viable before are less viable now. So you got to fuck around with it and see how you want to work it out. It's yeah. good. It's a lot of fun. I'm still having so much fun with it. It's, um, cool they're, it's cool they're still 
working on like trying to rethink how how things are interacting with each other because the game's still in development it's still in the uh early access program or game preview is what they call it on xbox yeah so it's good is there anywhere you can give like feedback to be like hey this is where like well most i think most games they just put it like in the menu somewhere like hey give some yeah um it's in the menu uh they have a discord so you can actually got their Discord if you want, leave some feedback. Um, all their update notes are on there too. So if you want to check out specifically what they've updated, it's on the Discord. Um, yeah. I think they're updating the Steam version first though. I remember when the update first dropped, they announced it was coming to Steam first and then it didn't come to Game Pass till later. Uh, don't know why they did that. I, I don't uh, This seems kind of weird to me. If it's the same type of game, I don't know why you would wait to update another platform. Not even another platform, like another service. Yeah. But I don't I mind it. And I, I have I, it on my Game shit, Pass and I got it for free. I saw my shit updated yesterday. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's how I knew about it. Because my shit updated yesterday. There might have been another update. Because this updated, these updates I'm talking about, I, I played them like a week ago almost. Oh, okay. So they might have just done another update to like fix like some bugs and stuff. But uh, the game's still good. Like, it's still a lot of fun. I'm still having so much fun with it. Um, It's legitimately, like, a really, really good game. I love the way it plays. I kind of want to try out... There's another game that's coming to Game Pass. It's supposed to be really similar. Uh, What's it called? Wild Gun or something? Or okay. Wild something? Hold on. What's it called? Gunfire. Gunfire. Yeah. Gunfire. Gunfire Reborn? Yeah, I heard that's, that's very on, similar to this. It's on Steam. I think I have that on Steam. It's on Steam, but I think it's coming to Game Pass like later this year, though. So I kind of want to try that because everyone tell I've I've told people about RoboQuest, and every time I talk about it, they're like, "Oh, it's like Gunfire," but I, I never played Gunfire, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I like this a lot because I've checked out Gunfire a little bit, and it seems to be more on like the action, like Borderlands style of game, which is fine. Yeah. What I like about RoboQuest that adheres to more of the uh like the bunny hop shooter side of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like that's what I like about RoboQuest. It's a lot more um like, like a Twitch shooter. Yeah, like yeah. a Twitch shooter, exactly. That's what I like about RoboQuest a lot. So it's just I'll nice probably be playing that more. <laughs> it's nice having a Borderlands game that's not Borderlands. Yeah, I agree. Like <laughs> I've made no secret my opinion on Borderlands. I think the gameplay is like really fun, but there's a lot of really annoying shit that gets in the way of the game. The humor, the game is not as fun as it thinks it is. I yeah. fucking, I, I have no. If you think differently, fucking fight me. Like that game is not funny. <laughs> For every like so joke that lands, there's like 99 jokes that don't, and they they make me cringe. I hate it. Um, not saying games can't be funny, but Borderlands is not as funny as it thinks it is. I, I like stupid humor. It's just that uh, it's just too much dialogue. And that's completely unskippable. They don't shut the fuck up in Borderlands, yeah, dude. Never they don't stops. shut the fuck up. And you can't skip shit. Like, if you wanted to, like, I'm playing, if I want to play the game as, like, a different character and max them out, I got to play through the story again. And it's fucking obnoxious. I can't skip the whole, like, opening part of it. If I could just, like, skip shit that I, that, gets in the way of me replaying the game i wouldn't mind it but i can't do that yeah and it doesn't have like you know diablo has like adventure mode so i can just like run riffs and shit and they just updated that so you can unlock adventure mode like from the beginning of the game you can just play adventure mode 
That's dope. Yeah, but even then, like, once you beat the game, you can play adventure mode with anybody and just, like, run riffs, level up characters, just get into the game from there. Borderlands doesn't have an equivalent of that. So if I want to play a different character, I got to start the fucking game over again. And to be honest, the game doesn't really start until, like, the second playthrough, you know, Vault Hunter mode, or true Vault Hunter mode. So I got to play through the game for a whole... There's four, there's like, what, five, six characters in the game? No, four characters. There's four characters in the game. I got to play through it with every character at least once to get to Vault Thunder mode. So already that's one playthrough. And the game doesn't actually really, really start until the second playthrough. So, no, that's way too much time for me to invest into it. Like, fuck that. Um, I sound so mean, but... <laughs> Borderlands does a lot of stuff right, but... It doesn't have, like, the moment-to-moment action that, like, I really want from, like, an action RPG. And that's the thing I hate the most about it. And the the environments are so big, you spend most of your time driving from one place to another, so that fucking slows down the game a lot. That's why I'm yeah. really happy that the new Borderlands doesn't have that, you know? It's just, there's no driving in it. You just move from one place to another pretty yeah. seamlessly on the, the overworld map, which I think is, like, genius. Like, I want to play that, play it just for that, but I feel like it's not going to, it's still going to do the annoying shit that I don't like. Um, but yeah, that was my Borderlands rant. Uh, RoboQuest, good game. If you like, if you like that style of like first person shooter RPG with like a great loot mechanics, like RoboQuest is the way to do it. It's a great roguelike. If you haven't played it yet, it's on Game Pass. It's fun as fuck. Even if you don't have Game Pass, like what, like twenty bucks on Steam? I think I don't think it's expensive. It's cheap. It's cheap to just get into it, and they are like the devs are. That's that's one thing about early access games is you don't know how active the devs are, but these guys are they're they're like rework the entire game to to kind of be more fun and engaging. So yeah, and this is stuff that like. I liked that system it had, you know, where, uh, you know, the, the perk mechanic where each perk can, like, affect your weapons differently. I kind of liked that because it kind of forced you to, like, play a build. But I guess a lot of feedback came back that people didn't like it, that they were kind of being forced to play one way. Yeah. So they, they completely t- took it out, changed it, at risk of, like, alienating people like me who did like that feature. But in the end of the day, like, it, ha- it was a much better system. And it does work a lot better for like the randomness, moment to moment gameplay. So I commend them for that, you know, to find something that works that they think works. You know, they build their whole game around it. They get feedback that doesn't work quite as well as they thought it did. So they scrap it and do something different. Like that's really cool. Like you don't hear about that a lot. A lot of people continue making the same mistake because they spent so long making the mistake. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You get tunnel vision and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but no, they're super open to feedback and changing it completely reworking the game. It's really cool. Like, you don't see that a lot. So definitely check it out. You know, support those guys. Um, Play it on Game Pass or just buy it on Steam if you don't have Game Pass. Uh, Again, it's only $20 on Steam. So, you know, go check it out. It's a lot of fun. It's really, It really is good. Um, But that's all I've been playing, man. Let's get into the news. Uh, We don't have a lot to talk about. But there is a really big story I really do. I, I'm glad we're talking about right now. It's the Discord voice chat is coming to Xbox consoles for Xbox insiders. Yes. So finally, like, fuck. And I made this comment in the Discord chat the other day when, when, when it was announced. 
it's kind of weird this is happening on Xbox and not PlayStation, considering Oni, Oni, Sony owns a major stake in Discord right now, right? Not a major stake. I think they just aren't they like a majority shareholder? No, no. I think they just made like a tiny investment into it. Definitely not a majority though. Just like a small, just like a small investment. Um, but that that was the thing. Like you expected it to hit. PlayStation sooner since they did they did come out and announce that they were working on it at least uh, some sort of in- integration on, yeah. on PS5 but exactly like I, Sony didn't even or X, Microsoft didn't even announce anything about Discord they just came out like hey here we go there's yeah. voice chat on Xbox now well, they, did, they did they did they did allow you to connect your account to Discord first yeah so that you could like whatever you were playing on Xbox, it would show up in your like Discord profile. Like, hey, you're playing Halo Infinite. Uh, so they did do that first, but Sony lets you do that already, don't they? Now they do. They came out after Xbox, and they allow you to do uh, that okay. now. Um, so it's been like a cat and mouse thing with, with both of them. But uh, Xbox is the first one to allow the voice chat on the Xbox console, which is what fucking is needed this is an absolute requirement for both consoles yeah. for all consoles i would love if nintendo got in on this same uh, nintendo just dropped their entire like fucking i mean their voice chat system for for switch is pretty much just a shitty discord so yeah why don't they just i would, would i play monster with my brothers i already use discord for it. i got it my fucking phone hook up the discord and I got like a separate headset on just to talk with them. So, yeah. So, like, Nintendo just fucking get on it already. Just get that's, Discord to handle the shit. What that's one of the problems with this still is that you still need a phone to do it. Yeah, you still it drives need, me nuts. You still need the Discord app on your phone and the Xbox app on your phone, and they connect with each other and then it sends it to your console. It's not like you just install Discord on your console and then you just got voice chat, or it's not like it's like built into the console. That's so fucking obnoxious. Yeah, I was yeah. reading about that. And that's still, it's better than nothing, but yeah, still oh, it's annoying as fuck. Definitely. Yeah, as but, long as um, I can do everything off one headset, I'll be happy. It's annoying, it's gotta like, I don't know if it's just, if the phone's there for it to ping off of, or if it's just there to like authorize it, I don't know why your phone needs to be there, but yeah, whatever. But yeah, it's better than nothing. So yeah. that's uh that's out now. <laughs> Bless right. you. Oh my gosh, I was transformed there. <laughs> uh, it's uh it's out now for like Xbox insiders. Okay. Um, I think you have to like sign up for like the insider program and like opt into whatever they're offering there, which is pretty cool. I mean, it doesn't cost anything to join Xbox Insiders, so yeah. Well, actually, I think you need to be an Xbox Live subscriber to sign up for it. I might, I might be wrong on that though. Don't quote me on that. Um, yeah, but um, but it, it makes sense though. I mean, they want like people who are like actual like Xbox fans to like get in on this. You're basically like a beta tester, so. Yeah. And then, you know, Let's maybe go. hopefully, maybe hopefully they do expand it to just build it into the fucking console 
I would love point. to see that. I would love I feel to like, see that. I feel like if Sony gets in on it, they will probably have it like properly integrated. It's my guess. Yeah. That's my guess too. I, I want to see it hurt and just come already because like Discord is such a major system. And now that we're seeing like cross uh cross play compatibility, we need like a voice chat either integrated so that everybody communicate with each other or just have discord be that middleman to connect everyone together yeah um i think that that would be the easiest way because most people use nobody on pc uses like their in-game voice chat you know (laughs) yeah yeah i i don't know anyone that does like everyone i played with like hops on discord um doesn't matter what game i'm playing i can be playing with a friend and we'll still use discord yeah. Over voice chat. I will say, even on PC, it would be nice if games integrated better with Discord. You know what I mean? Like, if uh, if you just loaded up a game, because it's it's hard to like if you just jump into like a random matchmaking game, and people want to use voice chat, it would be nice if it if the game facilitated connecting people through Discord with just uh, one button. Yeah, I agree. Or, or like, yeah, Discord integration should be standard at least on PC gaming minimum. But yeah, <laughs> I understand why devs just don't do it, man. I mean, it takes less pre- like, pressure off of them, right? If they just do voice chat through a third party, but whatever. Yeah, like it's it's a lot. I feel like it's it, it's a lot to ask for the consoles to do it when PC is not even fucking really doing it. Yeah, at least not in a way that makes more sense. Yeah, like, I don't know, we'll see. Hopefully, like, with Xbox doing this, we'll see more devs and more platforms adopting it. I would love to see that, honestly. If Discord's on everything, that make life so much easier for for everybody. Yeah. Anyone who owns more than one system should honestly be vouching for this. <laughs> um, but no, we'll see. we'll see that when that comes out fully. It's available for Xbox Insiders right now. Um, it's supposed to be available soon for everybody, so we'll see when that drops. Uh, but that's the story. That's the story regarding Discord on Xbox. Uh, let's keep this Xbox train rolling. We got some games coming to Game Pass now. Um, As Dusk Falls is available now on Game Pass on cloud, console, and PC. Uh, you can check that out. We talked about it a little bit. I think when it was on that demo derby forever ago when it got announced at... What was it? Was it the game? Was it a game jam or E3? What, whatever it is, it yeah. was announced forever ago, and we talked Xbox about it. Xbox Indie Show. Yeah, the Xbox Indie Show. That's it. Looks interesting. It's a point-and-click adventure game. It'd be cool to check out. Uh, Sins of a Solar Empire Rebellion is available now on PC. Uh, that's like a space strategy game. Not yeah. my cup of tea, but. I'm sure there's some people out there who the would kids, love this. The kids game. call them 4X games. Yes. <laughs> what is it? Um, exploration. Expand. Something. 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 Exterminate. <laughs> is uh, is that really it? Or are you just making this up? No, I'm just I'm guessing. I think expand <laughs> is one of them. Expand's one of them for sure. Um, but yeah, and then we got Watch Dogs Two available on cloud console and PC. Ubisoft is uh, giving quite a bit of attention to Game Pass. You notice that? 
they like to dip into fucking everything, so yeah, they're they're on everything really, but yeah. Uh, Watch Dogs Two. That's probably the one that you want if you're gonna play one that, of those games. That's the one. Yeah, that is the one you want to play. I forgot. Like, I was gonna say it's either this or Watch Dogs One. That I remember there is a third Watch Dogs game that like nobody yeah. talks about. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that game came out. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. No, it came out. I played it. It was okay. It's it's not bad. It's just. It's just not great either. So, this kind of came out. People forgot about it. Like it came out. Yeah. Like twenty twenty. Yeah. Right. Like the end of twenty twenty. Yeah, I think that was a. It was around then. Yeah, like that's. I forgot that came out, man. That just that game just dropped and like nobody talked about it. So I don't know what happened. To be the, there was supposed to be a huge like online multiplayer mode that it didn't launch with that mode. And if it did launch, no one fucking talked about it. So, yeah, that game was dead before it was even fully finished. Yeah, like, their last big update was in January of this year. And after that, they're like, okay, we're done developing any major content updates for it. <laughs> oh, that's 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 sad. But no, Watch Dogs 2. Watch Dogs 2 is good. Like, I got it got forever ago. I remember when Ubisoft had that, uh, that, um, I think it was that E3 show or that live show, and they were giving out copies of Watch Dogs 2 for like yeah. the first, what was it, a couple thousand like visitors or something? Yeah, I was lucky enough to get a Watch Dogs 2 key. So I played a bit of it. It's good. It's honestly the game Watch Dogs 1 should have been. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, go check it out. It's on Game Pass, so it doesn't cost anything but your time, man. Um, MotoGP 22 is available now for cloud console and PC. Yeah, that that game, not that not that one specifically, but MotoGP was my first Xbox Live game on uh, the first, the original Xbox. Really? Uh, yeah, MotoGP. I think it was just a demo of MotoGP, but it was like it was online. Like, you could, like, test Xbox Live with that. I had that, and I had Counter-Strike on Xbox. Those were my first two uh, online console games. Really? Interesting. So you got yeah. some nostalgia with this, then? A little bit. Those games are actually pretty dope. Well, they were back then. I'm not sure what they're like now, but... Yeah, they're, they're pretty dope. Well, for sure. Then check it out. It's on Game Pass. Yeah. Give it a shot, see if your nostalgia holds up. We also got Torment Tides of Numenera is available now on cloud and console. I've actually heard of this game. It's a spiritual successor to Planescape Torment, which oh. came out like back in like the 90s. It's an old school like PC RPG, like 2.5 isometric, you know, like I don't even know how to describe it, dude. Like, Neverwinter Nights, or Baldur's Gate. Not the action Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, but like, you know, the the computer RPG Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate games. Like, this is, uh, it's, I've heard good things about it. Like, jokes, is, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I want to check it out, but I feel like I don't have the time to, like, 
really invest in like a meaty RPG like this. It's supposed to have a ton of dialogue, a ton of branching choices. It's supposed to be really, really good, but I don't think I have the time to like invest in something like that. At least not right now. But it's available now on cloud and console, so go check it out. Again, doesn't cost you anything but your time. Um, also, Inside is going to be releasing on cloud, console, and PC starting July 29th. I mean, do I need to talk about this game? Like, it's won a couple awards. It's pretty popular. It's from the, uh, wow. the Limbo devs. This is another one I've heard a lot of good things about. So I might play this once it drops on July 29th. Although I, I know about the story from, like, you know, just hearing about people talking about it again. I use this term a lot, but I kind of absorb the story through, like, cultural osmosis. So yeah, is it still worth it playing, even though I know the end of the game? <laughs> Um, no, no, <laughs> I don't know. This game, I I thought it was okay. Yeah, it's like not. I don't know. It's cool, but it's not. I don't know. It's not. I have friends that like swear by this game, and I'm like, really? really? <laughs> like it looks good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna shit on it, but really, just like a puzzle platformer. It's yeah. That's it. It's not. I feel like it's not anything more than that. Aside from like the you know, creepy atmosphere and the, the story and shit. Yeah. I'm, like, looking at my keyboard so goddamn dirty. I need to clean this fucking thing out. <laughs> wow. I broke my, uh, I broke the alt key on my keyboard. So. Uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's a common one. You hit that one a lot, so. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some quickie news. You got one quickie story right here. Uh, FaZe Clan. You know, everybody knows about FaZe Clan. Everyone knows who FaZe Clan is? Of course. We, Sabi and I weren't quite sure what they did, though. I had to, like, we had to look <laughs> them up. I mean, I've heard about them. It's a name you get here dropped a lot if you're, like, really into gaming. But, yeah. you know, if I ask, like, what do they do? You know, like, it takes a minute to go through that. But jokes aside, um, they did announce on Wednesday that they were going public. They had a major merger a major buyout merger for like 175 million dollars and they went public on the public stock trading uh so it is available on nasdaq right now you can buy phase stock it's listed under phase just f-a-z-e um there's also a link to their website talking about their current growth and some investor information if you want to get in on that um i just want to talk about this it was my idea to talk about this because it is pretty cool to see um a company like this made entirely of like video game content creators uh going public like that i think it's a major big deal you know you hear about like american capitalism going public is you know that means you made it you're legitimate now when you go public so to see that happen is really interesting i think that's a pretty cool way to kind of shake up the industry a little bit bring some legitimacy to these content creators uh however <laughs> not going as smoothly as they expected uh they initially released at a stock at about $13 a share. It has dropped down now to about $9.60 a share. Um, I checked them out yesterday and they're at about $10 yesterday morning. So they've kind of been dropping a bit. Um, but it's kind of been up and down though. Uh, when they initially went out again, they were at 13. By the end of the day, they dropped to about $9 even, bumped up to 10. Now they're about $9.58. So we'll see what happens. They're able to keep up that. They're able to bring up some momentum. 
Um, I have some theories on what's going on. I mean, they are a major, they are a major player when it comes to video game content creation. But I feel like average boomers, you know, people who are actually buying the stock, don't know who they are. That's probably what's affecting their stock prices right now. Um, let's be honest, you know, Gen Z and millennials don't have a lot of spending power to just be dropping on stocks. So. <laughs> I'm sure that has something to do with how why they're, how they're performing. Um, I'm not a financial analyst, so take my opinion with a grain of salt here. I'm just a guy who likes video games, talks about video games on the internet. So take my opinion with a grain of salt. I just don't know what I just don't know what what you would be investing in. Like, there's not really a product here. Like, where do they go? Like, what's their what what is their like future? Is what I'm saying. Like, what do they? How do they expand? What is what is their what does so, their growth look like? Are they just gonna Yeah. That's the next thing I want to touch on too. Their major thing is they are like a major brand, I would argue. You know, they're a major brand. Face clan alone is a pretty major brand. But outside the scope of gaming, like what can they really offer now that they're public? Um, you could argue, you know, they have a lot of opportunity for like advertisements you know um brand sponsorships a lot of opportunity for that to help break in some money um their esports line is doing very well they've won over 30 world championships uh combined they have a ton of different teams also international but again how does that translate to dollars though <laughs> yeah you know, well, it's, not like, it's not like i can invest in you know, like the, the the New York Yankees or some shit like that, right? I don't, I don't know, know shit about I don't know shit about stocks and shit, so I know very little. Like I know enough to call myself an adult, but not enough <laughs> to like really talk about it. Um I just from what I understand, you you need a, like a product. I mean it's not just enough to be uh like an entity. Oh, they're saying they're a publisher creating are they like oh a digital publisher okay really well, like what projects are they working on what projects are they published oh they don't have that information out here you know nice to know that but uh i know they have like a consumer line don't they like of um hold on i thought they had some like hardware don't they like some ML some MLG hardware, like controllers and keyboards and mice and stuff? Or am I making that up? Uh, do they make those shits, or they or are they going through like ASUS's licensed phase shit? I think that's what they're doing. Because yeah, that that's like I that. think that's different then, because that's that'll be like they're like partnering with someone else. It's not really their product. Yeah, they have a partnership with Ducky. Simply's uh, keyboards. They got a ducky keyboard. And, you know, they have, like, memorabilia and, you know, clip clothes, jerseys, tracksuits with face clan stuff all over them. So, like, any other sports team, hats. They got hats, mouse pads. Yeah, pizza rolls. Do they really? Yeah, face clan, buffalo chicken pizza rolls. So, uh, I'm in. That is the most like stereotypical like gamer like food I've ever heard of. 
Buffalo chicken pizza rolls, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's with Totinos. Of course it'd be with Totinos. Um yeah. I know. Jo jokes aside, like I wanna shit on them too hard because you know they they got they got money. They definitely got money. The thing is that can they keep making money though? Now that they're public, you know, there's a lot more pressure on them to like keep the revenue going. And we'll see where things go, man. I mean, they are, as far as I know, I don't think I know of any other, like, content creators or brands specifically around, like, video game stuff. You know, playing games, video game content creation. I know I keep saying that a lot, but I don't know how else to word it. Um, they're they're the, only, the first brand I know of that went public like this. So we'll see what happens, you know, if they're able to, you know, they're still kind of, treading the water a little bit. This hasn't, been, this hasn't been done before. So hopefully they can turn that around and we can just come out of it. Regardless of how you feel about Face Clan, it is pretty interesting to see that. It kind of legitimizes my hobby a little bit. Not that it needs legitimizing, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know if this I don't know if this legitimizes, but uh it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely interesting. Um, we got some new trailers and some videos to take a look at. Uh, no Man's Sky, their endurance update. Remind me what this update does. There's been, there have been so many updates, I can't keep up. Uh, it uh, it re it remodels, it reinvents the freighters completely, okay. completely re redoes the entire freighter system. I think that's one of the main things it does. Um, just it's got a lot of new shit that has to do with the freighters and like the the space systems. Uh, it increases the density of the asteroid fields in space, so like you could just be like an asteroid miner and just gather resources and then sell those resources. Uh, if that's how you want your play style to be, to take it back to your freighter and just be like a hauler of resources. Um, I think that was the that's biggest cool. thing about it. Yeah. They should really have a, cool. I think they have a whole page here, just a whole change log of, of stuff. But they, they usually like, they usually hyper-focus on like just one aspect. Um... So yeah, this one's like mostly just uh, freighter and base building. Enhanced nebulae. Organic frigates. They have guns yet? Can I shoot shit yet? Well, they've always had guns. But can I actually like use them though? When I shooting at things, I'll that's that's still what I'm looking for. They did have like I think one of their last updates they had like a little it was like a timed thing where it was like a roguelike event or it was like more combat focused. I remember Two hearing farms. about that, yeah. Raider farms, black holes. New visual effects or black holes. Uh no Man's life. Sky really is the game that just keeps on growing, dude. I love it. Like, yeah, this game came out like what 2016. It's still getting some major updates. Like, 
Yeah, you would hope so because the way it launched in in 2016 wasn't yeah what people wanted. So yeah, I remember uh, I'm that. Glad I'm glad they're sticking to it. All free updates. You don't have to pay for anything. Yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> This all looks dope. It all looks dope. Just, you know, step by step, they're just in increasing the value of this of this of this game, so Yeah, that's really cool. I might re-download it and get back into it now. I wanna start getting into it, but I'm not a huge fan of like most survival, like resource gathering games. You can play um, it just as like you can turn off the survival mode. Kind of just play it like it's like an exploration game or like a building sim. Probably that's probably how I would do it. Just turn off the survival yeah. shit because the survival shit is that. annoying. Yeah, like that little bit we were playing was like really obnoxious. Yeah, I haven't really played a survival game that I like really really like except for Grounded. Yeah, I think that's the only survival game I played where I'm like, okay, the survival stuff actually like doesn't annoy the fuck out of me. <laughs> And even then, like, once you told me about Grounded, because I, I went into it, like, after they had some major updates, once you told me about it, it was really, really fucking obnoxious, initially. Um, <laughs> Here we go, they're derelict freighter. Those are the things that it has stuff to shoot at, derelict freighter. So, like, it's like you find, like, a thing out in space that's like, this thing's uh, fucked up, but you want to go in there and take care of it. Uh, and that's where, like, combat is kind of happening but i would love it to just have be just have like random motherfuckers just on planet uh like you just walk into the wrong area trying to scavenge you're like no this is my this is my scrap heap get out of here and you just got to fight him for it <laughs> yeah dude i would love stuff like that even if it was not the major focus of the game like yeah i don't see how like adding that kind of content would like hurt it really But whatever that's just me i got a dumb lizard brain so i like shooting stuff <laughs> but that's just me um marvel spider-man remastered finally got a pc features trailer we got some major new features for the game man um i'm really excited because that, that's the big thing i was worried about like when it was coming to pc like what are they changing to really justify a pc release are they just going to pour it over the ps5 version and no, like it has the improved performance on the PS5 version, of course, but it also has improved shadows that we didn't see in the console release of the game. Um, it's adding ultra-wide display support, so if you have an ultra-wide monitor, you can play the game with that. Um, ray trace reflections are being added to the game as well, so PS5 didn't have that at all. Um, unlock frame rate, so you can play the game at any frame rate your rig can handle. That's really cool. That kind of yeah. future-proofs the game a little bit. <laughs> so... That's really cool to see. Um, it does support uh, some NVIDIA-specific features like DLSS for uh, AI performance boosting and DLAA for enhanced image quality, all AI-supported. I haven't really had a chance to fuck around with that, so that'll be cool to see if I do buy the game to see how that works. I don't think I really have any games to support that. Yeah, I've not even heard of DLAA until I saw this this trailer. I heard about it, but I don't think any games really support it at least none of the games i own support it that'd be cool to check out also it still supports like dual sense controller support so the problem with cool. 
The problem with DualSense on PC is that there are no, there's no wireless drivers for it, or may, there might not even be driver really? at all for it. So you have to use it plugged in. That's obnoxious. Yeah. I mean, it's not so obnoxious because, like, you know, if you're sitting at your PC, you know, you're you're relatively pretty close to your rig, but. Still, it's annoying having to have a cable run to everything. I fucking hate cables. Dude. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to have it plugged in to use it, but the the but additional if you want features. That support, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the PS4 controller works the same way. The PS4 controller has to be plugged in for like yeah. the light bar. Some games use the light. I know Fallout Four uses the light bar. Uh, that was the one game I used a DualShock Four with. It was like when you turn your Pit Boy light on, the light bar changes color. <laughs> I was like the only oh, thing. Yeah. That's really cool. But yeah, we finally got a cool trailer for that kind of showing off some of the PC specific features. Um, but what they don't tell you though is the game is finally coming out uh, August 12th. I think we already knew that was coming. Yeah. But it's going to be priced at $60, dude. <laughs> you know, it's a bummer. Uh, PC, they'll find a way on PC to to get. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? To get that shit on sale or whatever. Yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. Like, I, I love the game. Don't get me wrong. I love Spider-Man. Uh, I think Marvel Spider-Man is probably the one of, if not the best Spider-Man game we've ever gotten. Uh, just fucking nails the character. The story is there. If you're a huge Spider-Man fan, that story's going to make you really happy. You're going to love it. And I would buy this again on PC to get those uh that those enhanced features. But I'm not gonna drop sixty bones on that. No, fuck that. It doesn't even come yeah. with the Miles Morales stuff. Like you get that's still coming out later. You gotta buy that separate. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna pass on that for now. Once it's on sale though, maybe a good like thirty bucks would be a good sweet spot for it. If you we'll uh, if you buy it now, you get five skill points. Ooh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I know it's <laughs> tempting. <laughs> No, no, jokes aside, like, it is a great game. So it's going to be cool to see once that comes out, you know, get those PC-specific features. Um, we also got a gameplay trailer for Last of Us Part 1, rebuilt for PS5. Those of you who don't remember, uh, Naughty Dog did announce that we are getting a PS5 remake of Last of Us 1. Now, is it doing, like, the Halo Master Chief collection? thing where it's just the same game with like the better graphics layered over it or are they making the game again from the ground up using like the last of us 2 engine so they're using the last of us 2 engine yeah but they're also adding i don't know if they're remaking it from the ground up like it's not like a total remake but they are enhancing a lot of things uh, a lot of people were like, hey, they're showing us a lot of the graphics, and that's cool, but what are they doing with the gameplay? Uh, they're, they're enhancing the gameplay, too. So they're, they're, they're taking in the, the part two AI. They're bringing in the part one. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the gameplay elements from part two, they're bringing in the part one. I think they're bringing in like the crawling mechanic. I thought they said they're bringing in uh, the, the gun crafting stuff they're bringing in. 
Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So like some of the movement options, they're bringing in their di- uh, different clothing options. You can change their clothing. Uh, if you want. <laughs> so they're they're definitely putting in a lot of work in into this. So it's not like not like it's just a facelift and that's it. Like they're 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 doing it's a lot more than that. Yeah, that's really good to know then. It is cool to see the the new implementation of some of that stuff. Um, although the game is that's another game that's dropping out for like seventy dollars, right? Like Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes it really hard to justify, at least for me at least to justify buying it to dropping for that much. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, like if this is what you're into, man, if someone was like, I want to go back and play Last of Us 1, but I got so used to how Last of Us 2 plays, you know, this might be worth checking out then. But I don't know. I think it's asking for too much. In my opinion, at least it's asking for too much to be dropping that much on it. Uh... Last of Us is a good game. Don't get me wrong. I love Last of Us. Last of Us Part 1 is one of my favorite games. But I don't know if this is enough to get me to buy it again, honestly. I don't even have a PS5 yet, so I don't know why I'm talking about it. Like, I even have the ability to play it, but... <laughs> yeah, when it comes to PC, I will consider buying this again and playing through I only played through it the one time. I think I tried a second playthrough, and I was like, ah, oh, this just doesn't it doesn't hit the same way. But it's been long enough yeah. that, that uh, uh, I'm willing to play through this again. Uh, I had like the exact same problem, man. Like once I beat it, I I immediately like booted it back up to play it again. But the problem is, you know, once you're playing through it, how can I word it? My problem is I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a very good game. That's my problem. So that's my big problem too. Playing through it twice. I was like, I love the story, but playing, I have to play it though. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That was a thing for me. Yeah, that was my problem with it too, dude. Because like, it does that like early 2010s thing where like a lot of the game's story is told like in game, but it doesn't do it in a way that's clever. It kind of forces you to walk while the characters talk, and you can't skip that shit. And it's really obnoxious. Yeah, you're on a second playthrough, and you just want to get through the game. But this is my problem with Last of Us in general. Like, I think most Naughty Dog games have this problem: is that like once you beat it and you go back and play it again, there's not a lot of incentive to like really replay it. Yeah, and a lot of the story stuff just kind of gets in the way of like the pure gameplay part of it. They're they're great that first time through. Don't get me wrong; that first time through, we enjoyed it off the first time. Everything's surprising and new. It's a fucking great experience. But everything after that, yeah, no, it's it's no, hard I feel to play like, again. I feel like they're. You said the story. I feel like they're their gameplay gets in the way of the story. I don't, I don't feel like any of their games are like enjoyable to actually play, but the story is enjoyable. Is this that I, I feel like it's a, a slog actually playing the game so I can get the story. If that's the case, I never notice it when I play through it. Cause I'm experiencing the story at the same time. So I'm pretty sure the story is like clouding my judgment of how yeah. good the gameplay actually is. Yeah, uh, like, but I, I Last of Us One for sure. I, I try to replay that, and like the story definitely got in the way of me enjoying the game because I already beat it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just I could not really get into it again. 
which is a bummer because the first time I played through it, I fucking loved it. I tried to play it again, and I'm like, nah, I got better games to play. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to shit on Last of Us. It is a great game. Like, if you never played it, it's a great game to play through. Just be aware that you know, once you beat it, once that, once you get off that roller coaster, like, you know, it's you're not gonna want to wait in line to get on it again, basically. Um, yeah. I don't know where the fuck I was going with that analogy. That analogy sucked. Um, <laughs> but no, this this will be cool to check out once it comes out. I'd love to see some of those specific features, but it's not enough for me to buy it again. Honestly, like I already played the game, I already beat it. I liked it. I enjoyed what I played. I'm. I don't think I have an excuse to go back and play it again. Um, any word on the multiplayer? Is that coming back in this or? No, they're doing. They they announced they're doing. So it's not going to be in this, but they're doing a standalone factions game that they're claiming to be their biggest game ever is going to be like the standalone factions last of us game so we we don't know anything about it other than it's their biggest game ever so oh well we'll see when that comes out then yeah yeah that's enough on that story moving on we got a soul frame got a reveal trailer if you guys don't know uh the warframe devs are releasing a new game called soul frame um they announced it at 10 live 2022 uh which is like their they're basically at house uh convention yeah the warframe convention con. live show yeah like warframe con basically um this looks interesting uh the big thing with this is that's more melee combat focused where soul frame was more shooting focused this will be cool to see how that plays out, man. Like, I think melee combat's more interesting in most games. So it'll be cool to see how they play it out with this. I don't fucking know anything about Warframe lore, so... Yeah. <laughs> if there's story stuff in here that I'm supposed to know about, that's supposed to get me excited for it, I couldn't tell you anything. Yeah, well, it's not for us. It's yeah. for... <laughs> it's for the people who attended fucking TennoCon. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It looks it looks dope. It almost looks like uh, a little bit of like a Souls game. Maybe that's what the soul means. It's gonna be be like a like a Dark Souls or like an Elden Ring. I got like Elden Ring vibes from from it. I was a bit. too. Yeah, I was too. Yeah. So we'll see how much. I doubt Elden Ring like really inspired this, because yeah. you know like. Elden Ring just came out, like, not enough time to really copy that design, but yeah. I'm sure Souls in general is inspiring this game quite a bit, so we'll see when it comes out, you know, what's going to play like. Um, is it going to be more Souls-like, or is it going to be more, like, hack-and-slash, kind of action-y? We'll see when it comes out, man. I, I fuck with Warframe a little bit. I liked it. Uh, never really got into it, though. Um, I might give it another shot. I've heard good things about it. I heard it doesn't really force you to like buy anything. So I might check it out again. But this looks cool. I'm definitely gonna be keeping an eye on this. Like melee combat interests me a lot more than shooting combat when it comes to most games. So I wanna check this out. Uh, but that's all we got. Just to reveal a trailer, no announcements, no real gameplay yet. So we'll have to keep an eye on that whenever they announce something new. Um and another really cool trailer. We got a yet another fantasy title. <laughs> Uh, those of you who don't know, that's an action. It's an open world action RPG parody game. Uh, it's being developed by the same guys who made Rustler, 
remember wrestler was that a grand theft auto style game but set in the middle ages remember that no <laughs> no really you never heard of wrestler you've heard of wrestler i talked about it at least a, like once or twice i feel like you're the only person that talks about these games when i look at it i'm like okay but uh <laughs> so i gotta explain this now wrestler is that was developed by the same devs who are making this game and wrestler is kind of a uh it's uh it's a grand theft auto game right but the old school grand theft auto like the isometric grand theft auto but the gimmick is the game is takes place in the middle ages so you can kind of call it like grand theft horse basically um it's another parody game it's i want to check it out forever uh but i never played it this is developed by the same team uh, so same idea, same style, but it's a more action RPG focused, kind of like Diablo like almost, which gets me excited because you know I, I fucks with like Diablo likes, so yeah. <laughs> so this would be cool to play, but the game has a really like tongue in cheek kind of humorous style to it, so this would be cool to check out. I like parody games, you know, that kind of reinvents and look at what we already know about games, kind of pokes fun at those game tropes. And this looks like it's doing that. Oh, there's a link to their uh, trailer for Wrestler right there. Check that out. <laughs> I've really never talked about this game. I could have sworn I told you about this game when it got announced. No, I think you have. It's just, I don't know. This is this is definitely not my 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 wheelhouse of <laughs> of game here. But no, jokes aside, like this game, yet another fantasy title looks pretty cool. Um, I really, really want to check that out. I can't wait till that comes out. I'm probably gonna pick it up whenever that drops. Uh, moving on, we got some game releases are coming out. Uh, July 26, we got Hellpoint dropping on Xbox Series X. Hellpoint's like that—that that sci-fi Souls-like, right? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, everyone tells me it's okay. Uh, we also got Noel, the Mortal Fate, also dropping same day on Xbox One. Uh, what is it, like an RPG Maker game? Um, yeah. I don't, know, I, don't know if, I don't know if I've ever seen an RPG Maker game on console. but um, Corpse Party, right? Is that an RPG Maker game? I, no, I feel yeah, like Corpse an RPG maker, isn't is it? Is it really? Yeah. I feel like that game's been out for quite some time. I think the initial release of it, like the freeware release of it, was RPG Maker. I think it's kind of built on that as they re-released it for consoles. Oh. Yeah, I'm like positive that's it. Interesting, yeah. So if you guys are... Uh... Trying to get into game development, maybe check out RPG Maker. Holy shit. <laughs> I know up. like Corpse Party's been around forever, but according to Wikipedia, the very first release of Corpse Party was released on RPG Maker for free in 1996. <laughs> yeah, see that's what I'm saying though. That game is like old as dirt. I don't know if the current iteration of that is RPG Maker. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell ya. I know they did like a like a 3D remake on the 3DS like forever ago. They used like 3D models. That definitely was an RPG maker. Yeah. And yeah, I couldn't tell you. 
So wait, was that like initial version? Was that like the PS1 version of RPG Maker? Because I remember fucking with that when that was out. No, this came out like PC. According to Wikipedia, uh, it was released for the PC 9801. God. Which is like the a Japanese personal computer model that came out like the night like late 1990s i might have to check out corpse party because it's it's one of those like games that's you know like if it came out in like night in the 90s and still getting like remakes and iterations today it's gotta be it's gotta be good yeah it's got it's a pretty big deal dude it's gotten like sequels remakes it's got a manga fucking anime <laughs> so if we look at the platforms it's released on it is released on the pc 9801 windows psp ps vita ps4 ios 3ds android switch and xbox one <laughs> their latest release corpse party well, yeah, blood they, cover they re-release remake yeah. Yeah, they put out like a remake last year. Yeah, this is. I need to fucking get into Corpse Party. I've wanted to try. Where the fuck do you start with Corpse Party? Like, <laughs> just maybe just that remake. Maybe. I'll do some research. I'll, I'll probably try it. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Noel, the Mortal Fate. Oh yeah. Xbox One. <laughs> July 26th. It's already on Steam, so if you don't want to wait till then, just play it on Steam. Uh, Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town is dropping on PS4 July 26th. Uh, that's already been out on Steam since September of last year. It's a, like a Harvest Moon-like. Farming Sim. Yeah. RPG elements. I feel like that's where these games are like transitioning into like some RPG shit. Where you got your farm and then you go go into the cave and kill monsters. Yeah. Put bury them in your farm and then grow shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, which is like fine. Like Yeah. Not my cup of tea, but I can see the appeal. Yeah. And then July twenty seventh, we got Octopath Traveler Champions of the Continent releasing on mobile. Um, so how what is this game? Is it like mm -hmm. an actual like full RPG with like a story and everything or uh don't know yeah I don't it's know I played Octopath Traveler on the, the Switch it's a and prequel it was it's a prequel okay it's a prequel hey, you fucked up my dock I did yeah oh shit my bad <laughs> <laughs> uh it's a prequel so mobile only Yeah, so go check gonna, it out. Yeah. It's going to be uh, free to play with in-app purchases. So we'll see how like predatory and obnoxious that is once it comes Boo. out. Boo. Boo. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's dropping on mobile July 27th. Uh, day after that, July 28th. We got a couple releases, man. Azure Striker Gunvolt 3 is dropping on Switch July 28th. There's not even a release date for that. I think it's exclusively coming out on switch yeah, yeah i don't think it's coming out on pc until like yeah the end of the year this is the first one they actually came out and announced that it will come to pc and already has a steam page up but 
It's coming to Switch first. Yeah, it's coming to Switch like this week. And it's coming to PC like winter of this year. So that's cool. I liked Striker Gunvolt. I played the first one. Uh, I talked about it at length when I first played it. And it took a while to click with me. You know, if you guys want to watch that show, like I think it was a couple months back when I talked about it. And it took a while for it to click with me. But once it clicked and I understood how the game wanted me to play, I had a fucking blast with it. Um, I own the sequel, the second one, and I haven't really played it yet, so I'll have to give that a try until the third one comes out. But yeah, they're fun games. They're really, really fun games. Um, I really, really like what I was playing. And this looks like more of that. Like, it looks really cool. It's got really hyper-fast 2D side-scrolling action gameplay that I fucking I love. This is another Rick game right here, man. <laughs> this, looks, this looks dope. Yeah, it does. It looks really dope. Um, I'm probably going to check that out later. I still got to beat the second one, so I'm going to play that. I'm going to start that over, play through that, and then once I'm done with that, I might pick up the third one. There's also some spin-offs, right? Like Luminous Avengers, another one that's supposed to be really good. And there's the, the Gunvolt Burst, right? Like Mighty Gunvolt Burst, or... No, it's Mighty Number no. 9 Burst. So I think it has Gunvolt characters in it. I don't fucking know. Um, but yeah, check that out. Switch, July 28th. Uh, we also got Baron Breakfast releasing on PC and Switch July 28th. Uh, it's a management simulator. You know, you run a cabin. <laughs> it's a laid-back management adventure game is how the Steam page um, describes it. Yeah, but Interesting. you're a bear. But you're a bear, which is fucking cool. I fucking love bears. Bears are cool as shit. Yeah. Ever tell you that? I fucking love bears. I think bears like might be my, like, might be my favorite animal. Oh, you never said that. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, bears are cool, man. They don't give a fuck. They just like... They just hang around and sleep all day and eat. Like, that's cool. I want to live that life. <laughs> that's the life right there. They know what's up. Yeah. yeah, bears are cool as shit. And uh, yeah, Bear and Breakfast is coming out July 28th. You can get your uh, your management simulator on. <laughs> we also got Captain Velvet Meteor, the Jump Plus Dimensions, releasing on Switch July 28th. Yes. I don't know what this game is. What the hell is this? <laughs> I don't know. No idea. Uh, I really should like go through these games where you start talking about them. <laughs> Damien's life is flipped upside down when his family moves him to Japan. A shy boy. He copes with his newfound loneliness with the power of his infinite imagination and creates an imaginary hero named Captain Velvet Meteor. In his imaginary world, Damien sets off on an adventure with his favorite Jump Plus heroes and fights to adjust his new home and find himself. Okay. Get it now? Sure. <laughs> oh, it's There's a, a lot more to it. Experience Damien struggles with Japan for the first time. He interacts with his family. Blah, 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 blah. blah. There you go. It takes part in strategic battles that include puzzle and stealth elements. Use signature attacks of your jump plus companions through power and assist combos to unleash massive damage on hordes of enemies. Or get a strategic or get strategic with abilities that inflict status effects or knock enemies aside to help control the battlefield. Okay, so it's a strategy RPG. Not like too dissimilar to XCOM. Yeah. This looks like it used to be a mobile game. 
Well, there was there was like anime bullshit, and there's a there's a Spy X family poster on his wall. Sure, this is like set. This is like based on something. Well, Jump is uh, like Shonen Jump, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Jump Plus. Okay. So Jump Plus, I kind of know a little bit about this. This is uh, like Shonen Jump's um, digital service. They have like a digital app you can download called i think it's just called like manga plus or jump plus yeah but they have like some exclusive titles that are that are exclusive to to mobile and they're formatted to fit on mobile so you're not like reading manga scans like these are written and drawn up to fit on a phone and to be read on a digital platform I don't know how much those characters really transfer over, you know, to this. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. The only thing I see is a, he's got a Spy X Family poster on the wall. Yeah. Have you seen Spy X Family? Yet. I haven't seen it yet. I hear it's pretty, pretty popular. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, my buddy's like super into it. He's been telling me to watch it forever. I finally buckled down and watched it. Like, I was gonna watch an episode. That's that's what I was gonna do. I was like, I'm gonna watch one episode before I play Monster Hunter while I'm eating. <laughs> and ended up, like, sitting through, like, four episodes of it. It was really good. It's really funny. <laughs> I think it's by Cross Family. X in Japan means cross. Yeah, so, uh, well, that's when you pronounce it. Like, yeah. Hunter Hunter is just pronounced Hunter Hunter. You know, you don't pronounce <laughs> the X. <laughs> like, you think I'm kidding, but, like... What is up with like Japan in general and just weird naming conventions for their stuff? Like, yeah, I thought it was just a problem with like, I thought it was just a problem with like video games, but no, like, pretty much everything in Japan like has a really obnoxious rating structure, like most media at least. Seems twenty five dollars. Speaking of manga plus, there's this really good. I downloaded it specifically because a YouTuber really liked like recommended it, and he recommended a story that's exclusive to it. I can't remember what it was called though. But I fucking I marathon the whole thing in like one night. It's really good. If I can find it, I'll share it in the chat. I can't remember what the fuck it was called, though. God damn it, this is going to drive me crazy. Kaumajo Remilia. Scarlet Symphony. Are you just making stuff up? <laughs> no, it's in, that's a game. It's a video game. It's coming. All right, PC we're a video game Switch. podcast. <laughs> right, we're a video game podcast. Yes, that is coming to Switch. It is an action side-scroller based on uh, Toho Project. So like the my toe hell is that. Shooters, right? This looks like a uh, Castlevania. Yeah, it very much looks like Castlevania. Uh, the description says it's based in the world of, to of Toho Project. So, I mean, I'm not. I don't really care much for the Toho like bullet hell shooter stuff, but yeah, I love me some Castlevania, some Metroidvanias, dude. So it looks right up my alley. Marisa and Cerno joined the party. I don't know who either of those people are. Yeah. 
Gonna find out. Oh, no, this is Castlevania as fuck, dude. <laughs> well, isn't isn't Castlevania isn't that Akumojo, uh, Dracula? What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Are you making I, stuff up? I'm not. Ma- <laughs> in Japan, they call Castlevania. It's not called Castlevania in Japan. It's called Akumojo Dracula. What is it? Yeah. So this is called Kumojo Remilia. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, Akumojo Dracula. Akumajo. What does that mean? I don't know. I think like Aku means like demon or something to do with demon. That's why like Akuma from Street Fighters called like Akuma has something to do with oh, like yeah. demon. Yeah, it could be. But I don't know what the rest of the the rest of the word means. I don't this speak is, Japanese, so I don't know the word structure. This is going on the wish list, so Yeah, this looks cool as fuck. It's coming on PC and Switch. Probably pick it up on Switch. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not like judging me or making jokes at me because I'm gonna buy no, it on I Switch. I am just silently. Um, and another series of uh, Metroidvania's Lost Epic is dropping on Switch, PS4, and PS5 July 28th. Um, it's already been on Steam since June 5th. Um, and yeah, it's a 2D side-scrolling action RPG. Uh, looks very, very uh... similar to like Vanillaware, but it does the... Where Vanillaware uses sprites... For their characters, this looks like it's using uh, like models. You know what I mean? Like models that just bend yeah. and stretch. You know, that have certain points of articulation. Yeah. This. Okay, I'm glad you know what I mean because I was gonna, I was like trying to figure out how I was gonna describe it. <laughs> no, it looks like uh, what you call it is the same thing. The uh, the dishwasher games. Yeah, guys. the um, Scott Studios guys. Yeah. 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 This looks. Don't uh, get me wrong. It works. Like it's a, the style works. Gets the job done. But, and it's a lot cheaper than like redrawing sprites over and over again. It is. Um, this looks like a budget game. It looks like they didn't have the money to really do uh, crazy shit like that. So. Yeah. So it I don't mind it right, too much. Yeah. yeah, it looks all right. Um, the Steam reviews are mostly positive, but recent reviews have been mixed. I don't know why. It looks like they did put out update 3.0 or 1.3.0. So maybe that's what it is. A lot of the complaints come from like content padding. So uh, how bad is that really though? Boring level design. Reuse enemy and their mechanics. So much farming overall is quite boring. I don't know. I played Monster Hunter, man. I love the grind, so. Uh, I don't like when you're forced to grind. It's early access game, so. Yeah. So wait, when it's coming out, then. It's coming out July 28th. Is that like the full release for it then? Is that when it's fully releasing? Oh, probably. Well, that's where that's when it's coming to uh, Switch and 
PS4 yeah, I just I just looked at uh the Steam page here, and yeah, the the game's fully releasing July twenty eighth. So they're coinciding the console releases with the actual full release of it. That's cool. Right, so that's cool. Yeah, I might check that out then. Let's get some multiplayer game too, so it's got some co-op mechanics. I'll take a look at it. I'll uh, I'll keep my eye on it. You know, when it does come out, I'll see what the reviews say. It might be worth checking out. It's Steam Deck exactly. verified, so yep. And the game's only twenty bucks, so yeah. You know, fuck it. Not expensive. Oh, we also got Yastaria Saga Two: The Sacred Sword of Sylvanaster. Sylvanister. Yes. That's a long fucking name. What is this game? <laughs> Uh, Saga 2 continues the adventures of Zaid, bringing the tales of him and his companions to a thrilling, satisfying end. They yeah, will encounter okay. allies, both new and old, while uncovering more mysteries behind the vile Margalites and their plan to plunge Vestaria into a new age of darkness. There's a lot of proper nouns in there, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you, don't, you don't know about Zaid? No. Margalites? <laughs> no, I don't know Zaid or the, uh, the, the, the Margalites and the, uh, the conflict with them. Or the uh, the political structure of uh, the land of Astaria. <laughs> this looks like a Super Nintendo game. Yeah, it does. Um, auto save strategy RPG. Yeah, it's a strategy RPG, so it kind of reminds me of uh, like Fire Emblem a little bit, but bigger. They've they've finally implemented auto save in twenty twenty two. Is this like an ongoing series or is it a new game with like this older style? Ew, it's number two in the saga. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not a big like strategy looks, RPG fan. This is what this looks old though. It looks like a, uh, yeah, it looks like old school, like uh, Fire Emblem. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. This isn't like a remake of an older game. This is like a new game with like an old art style, right? That's what it, it would seem so. But uh Yeah. I mean it's not my cup of tea, you know, but you know, those of you who are into it, here you go. Here's a game to play. Yeah, I mean if you don't know shit about Zade and uh Margalites. Motherfucker doesn't know shit about Zade. This motherfucker don't know shit about Zade. <laughs> <laughs> oh you don't know Oh this dude don't know shit about Zade. <laughs> Oh, Man. Jesus. It's the age of darkness, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We have fun here on the show. Um, now, jokes aside, like this game, it looks it looks okay, man. Like, it's not, it looks inoffensive. Strategy RPG, you know, if that's your cup of tea, go check it out. How much is that game? Like $20? I hope not. <laughs> it doesn't say. You know, it doesn't say. How much is the first one? They got a first game, right? Where is that? Hold on. Star Wars Saga One is nineteen dollars ninety nine cents. That's that means the second one's gonna be more than that. Then it would have to. Or it be. could be the same. How do you, how are you gonna have one cost the same as two? I don't know. Maybe a release at twenty dollars has never like changed it. Uh people seem to like it. 
Yeah, it's got good reviews. People like it, so. The master of classic tactics games is back. So this is like a series? Keep comparing it to Fire Emblem. They say, if you like Fire Emblem, you play this. Yeah, basically every review here mentions Fire Emblem in some way. So, so there you go. Then, if you like Fire Emblem, you like this game. Um, in other releases, we got Yuani releasing on Switch also July twenty eighth. It's another game that's been on Steam since August of last year. Uh, it's a first person narrative horror game that whisks you away the sunset stained world to play a deadly game of hide and seek as grade schooler. I. I almost read AI. <laughs> Navigate authentic Japanese environments and utilize every hiding space you can find to survive the horrors ahead. And if they find you, dot, 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 run. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a first-person horror game, you know. No combat, which, all right, it's going to be a no from me, dude. <laughs> I, yeah. get, I get it's This is this, this my opinion. Not everybody likes it, but I don't like horror games with no combat. It's just, or you I don't can't, find or you fun can't fight back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't like. I don't like just hiding in a corner and having pre-scripted AI like chase you around. Yeah. And if I don't hide in the right box, I get fucking killed. And that's the whole thing over again. Nah, no, that's not my cup of tea. This one you got to like hide. You got. You got to hold your breath. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, still not enough to get me to try it. The game's only $22, but it's gotten mostly mixed reviews on Steam, so. Yeah. I know, not my cup of tea. Got a 57 um, on Open Critic. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, for the price, check it out. It might be worth checking out, but there's better horror games out there, man. Um, yeah. Especially if you're gonna be playing it on Switch. Uh what's that other one that came out? Yowatori, Yawatori, something like that. What? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Not that many reviews of this though. Most of them are in Chinese. How do you know it's Chinese and not Japanese? You can tell. Oh, yeah? You can't tell Chinese from Japanese? I don't know. Can you? Yes. <laughs> well, they're different characters. Yeah, I, I can't tell. I'm not going to lie. I can't tell. Yeah. Uh, watashi wa wasabi des hajimimashite. Hello. Onde esta la biblioteca? But now, ya Yomawari. That's the name of the game. It's another uh, uh, horror game on Switch that I actually heard is pretty good, so that might be worth your time. <laughs> 
you can buy the Yomawari collection for about $25, $30. Comes with two games. So already might be worth checking that out. Is that on Switch? Over. Uh, yeah, it's on Switch. Okay. I've heard good things about them. Um, I've heard really good things about them. Uh, Nitro Rad did a review on it a couple years back. And that's kind of what like convinced me to check them out. It's on my list. I haven't bought it yet, but it's on my list. These are like pixel art. Yeah. But it's really, really good. Like I saw some gameplay of it. It legitimately like looks like really nerve-wracking. And there's no like combat in it per se, but each like there are different yokai, and each yokai has a different way of like dealing with it. Like some of them you gotta watch them. When you go when you make eye contact when you gotta keep your eyes on them, if not, they'll kill you. Others, you guys pretend they're not there, and if you react to them, they'll kill you. Oh, this like is cool. legit. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, like, I want to play I it for like, a while. Uh, I like games that do something different. This is different. Yeah. Sounds like like a like a fatal frame, but uh, with a flashlight. Yeah, exactly, and like not. Here's my thing about horror games. Like, I love, I like me some horror games, but I, I think the whole like first person run and hide horror game is is played out. Like, I don't like it. Um, I I tried Outlast, didn't like it. I tried uh, Amnesia, didn't like it. I liked what I was trying to do. I like the uh, aspect of it. I like the idea of it, trying to take that power away from you. But I liked. What I like about Resident Evil is that it gives you a resource to deal with on top of like all the horror stuff. It's not just, you know, it's, oh, it's not scary because I can fight back. Yeah, no, that's not the case. Like, it's another resource you got to manage. You got to manage like your health. You got to manage how much items you can carry. You got to manage the uh, ammo you have if you have enough resources to deal with the next threat. Um, I like that. I like that moment to moment decision making. So I never really got into these types of games. But Yomawari looks like it's taking that kind of concept and flipping it. I don't think it has a combat system per se, but every yokai has a different way of dealing with it. So that's a cool way to play it. And because of the camera angle, I don't feel like there's going to be a lot of like really cheap bullshit that's going to fuck with me. Um, but yeah, I want to check this game out for a while now. It's been on my wish list forever, so I might just pick it up one day and really play it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's definitely looks like it's gonna be worth more my time than Yuani. Sorry, you know Yuani devs, if you're listening, <laughs> but your game doesn't look interesting, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> July 29th, we got Avenging Spirit dropping on Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. I'm not gonna read. I'm gonna read the story to this. It's really short. During a romantic walk with his girlfriend, the main character is attacked by enemy agents who kidnap his love and then murder him. Holy shit. That wow. is... Okay. <laughs> As a spirit, the player must save... The girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> My name is The Girlfriend. From a mysterious crime syndicate so you can finally rest in peace. Possess one of four characters' unique abilities at the start of the game. You can attack or possess enemies, collect power-ups, and defeat the bosses to advance. Features legacy arcade title from the 1990s, platform action gameplay. Choose from four characters and a supernatural storyline. <laughs> yeah, this looks uh, this looks old school, man. This looks yeah, this looks dude. Good. 
It's only six dollars. Like I might check this out for six dollars. Yeah. A lot of ninjas. Are like half the characters ninjas? I've seen two ninjas in this game you play. There's like a ninja. There's a a gangster. <laughs> what is that? A uh, nun throwing snowballs? Okay. Yeah, that looks pretty dope. That's what's up. This story is a trip, dude. Like. <laughs> That's how you getting murdered and your girlfriend gets kidnapped. You got to fight a whole crime syndicate. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> this, might, this might be worth checking out, dude. For $6, this might be worth checking out. Save the girlfriend. Yeah, this is cool. That's my favorite part. Doesn't have a name, just the girlfriend. Save the girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, next, we got Digimon Survive releasing a PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Also on July 29th. Uh, Digimon Survive is a... RPG. It's right? a visual R novel. It's RPG too, isn't it? I don't. I'm making that up. I don't think so. But uh, there, there's no page for it yet, so let's just go to the official yeah, I'm, website. I'm seeing the gameplay trailer, and there's like action. No, not action. Uh, strategy RPG elements to it. It looks like. Okay. I guess they call it an RPG. I guess. Okay. I was reading like some uh, comments. I'm not on this page. I can't remember where I read it from, but I saw the trailer for Forever Gone. I was reading some comments on it. And a lot of people were like, oh, this is a survival game. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to keep Agamon fat or he's going to eat you. But yeah, a lot of people comparing this to like the Devil Survivor, the Shin Megami Tensei game, which yeah, is another like strategy RPG. But this looks cool. I might check this out actually. No, I'm not. I don't care about Dinjibon, but gameplay. It's all just like I haven't seen any game of this. That's the thing. Really? I'll send you the the trailer I was looking at. It's like towards the end. That's why I thought it was a visual novel. It was like nothing but fucking anime i think the story's told through visual novel but the gameplay is uh is um yeah strategy rpg here we go oh you can talk it out you can talk to them talk to the monsters and uh Yeah, it's very Shin Megami Tensei, this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is fucking strategy as fuck, dude. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, it's Digimon Survive. Like, are there any Digimon fans in the chat? Like, tell us what you think. Are there any Digimon fans on in the on the planet anymore? I'm sure they <laughs> exist. I'm sure they exist. I'm sure they exist, but you just no one talks about Digimon, dude. It's like not. It's nowhere near as prominent as it like was in the late '90s, early 2000s. I always thought Digimon was cool because like they just had they could, the the they could talk. 
So like they all had like different like personalities and shit. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was really cool. Okay, well there you go. Digimon survive. It's a video yeah. game. Yeah, it's a video game. So we were checking out. Um, Madison is also dropping on Switch July 29th. I don't know, Dick, about this game. What is this? First-person psychological another, horror game. Another run-and-hide game, I think. Yeah, we talked about this before, I think, when it first came out on Steam. Right, well, another run-and-hide game. So go check that out when that comes out on PS. Oh, sorry, Switch, July 29th. Uh, RimWorld Console Edition is dropping for PS4 and Xbox One also July 29th. Boy, I'm curious to see how this game works on a fucking console. Yeah, dude. I uh, I can't imagine. This is a sci-fi colony sim. And it has like an AI like director kind of running the background stuff. Yeah, I, just, I have no idea this is gonna work on console, dude. <laughs> yeah, because like not even not even the PC version has controller support. So yeah. So we'll see when that happens. I've always wanted to try this game, but it's just I I just have no idea what the fuck it even is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. Gonna do the same. It looks interesting, but not quite my cup of tea. Yeah. We'll see whenever that comes out. Um, we also got what's the page again? We got Xenoblade Chronicles 3 releasing on Switch. Um, I'm gonna be honest, kind of embarrassed to admit, I forgot this is coming out. Yeah. Uh I've been I've been playing so much Monster Hunter, and this game got announced like pretty recently like it got announced like a month ago right this year definitely yeah so it's cool to see the turnaround time on this um it looks good I mean, it looks really good i fucking love xenoblade chronicles 2 is one of my favorite games um i've tried to replay xenoblade chronicles 1 multiple times not the game's fault it's just i have a habit of like dropping rpgs after i play them and xenoblade chronicles 1 i love the story but i i keep playing it I drop it, try to get back into it. I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? So I gotta start it all over again. Um, almost happened with Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but I actually managed to like finish that game and I loved every minute of it. And this looks like more of that, dude. And I'm excited. I love Xenoblade, so I'll definitely be picking this one up. Probably not day one. I got I got other expenses, but I will pick it up eventually. Yeah. The only one I played, the first one I played was Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yeah, and you told me that. You didn't like it. I liked it until you get to a certain point, and it's like, dude, fuck off. Like, it just, it forces you to grind so hard, and, like, there's, yeah. like, a difficulty spike, and, and, like, you put, like, 90 hours into it, and then, it like, there's a difficulty spike, and then it forces you to, like, get your relationship up with specific characters, and... Yeah, the just... Xenoblade games fucking love their bars, dude. Every fucking system of the game has like a meter to fill up like <laughs> yeah so i was like fuck it i'm not doing this it just forces you to do shit you don't want to do just regress the story it's bad yeah xenoblade chronicles 2 is like less egregious with it 
Uh, but it's, it's expansion, what is it? The Torna Golden Country? Like, it's really fucking bad with it. Uh. Like, Torna has uh, a system where you can, like, rally the citizens behind you to do stuff. And points of the story are locked until you build up enough, like, rapport with different citizens. So it forces you to, like, do side quests and, like, talk to NPCs to kind of bring them into your war effort. It's, like, it's kind of obnoxious. I don't know why that was, like, a thing. It, like, forces you to do that. But, yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 wasn't as bad. But its expansion was awful with it. Hopefully 3 is not the same. I'm I'm going to buy it eventually. I will end up buying it soon. Just not right now. I don't have, like... I don't have the time to play it. I'm still playing so many games right now, and I ain't got 60 bucks to drop on that game right now for a game I'm not going to play for, like, at least another month. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll be a while before I, like, actually have the time to invest in it. I got so much shit coming up. But, yeah, that's going to do it, man. That's uh, our last release. That's going to be the end of the show. Wasabi, tell me where they can find us, man. Guys, you can go to gameverse.com. Gamerverse.com slash Twitch, Gamerverse.com slash YouTube, Gamerverse.com slash Discord. And do go to the Discord and chat with us because we'll chat back, throw in some, uh, if you got anything you want us to talk about specifically, if you're a Digimon fan, go in there and tell us how much you love Digimon. If you, if you like, uh, what are those other games? Like Rune Factory? Actually, oh, got yeah. <laughs> I actually got Rune Factory 5 or whatever the fuck it was because it looked interesting. Yeah, did you play it yet? No, but I wanted to. <laughs> All right, tell us uh, about it next week. Yeah, yeah maybe sure. I'll dip into that. Uh, yeah, check out it. some more Stray. Yeah. yeah. Check out some more Power Wash Simulator. Yep. Uh, yeah. So uh, look forward to that. Yeah, everybody. Everybody be safe, be cool, get vaccinated if you can, and be excellent to each other.